The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 127. General West, Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here. Commandeer the ship and fly on home. Pete, you say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous, but this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Berzini, and you're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Father Corey Stika. Hi, Father. Howdy, Jack. And Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Hello, probies. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the uh, the new new guy. Uh, aprons. Yeah. aprons <laughs> oh, that's yeah. what it means. I thought it was because of all the aliens. and. Yeah. I assume you meant <laughs> like probationary yeah, period. I think yeah, right. that's exactly what it is. It, yeah. Well, they even explain it right in the episode. It means right. rookie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam Sam is not impressed. <laughs> not no, all. she's she's looking she's, for the jello. She's, she's the, you, uh, look making sure I am on my best behavior tonight after last you episode. Go to our, our YouTube, uh, yeah. the YouTube, uh, the StarQuest YouTube channel. You can see uh, Sam staring down uh, Victor. Just back of his get, neck. Yep. <laughs> I, you need I, to make it so I it feel just like a glass in. of pudding. Isn't that a Kitty Perry lyric? Do you ever feel <laughs> yeah. like a glass of pudding? anyways tonight we are discussing the uh, 19th episode of season six the changeling in a perplexing series of alternate realities teal finds himself toggling between two worlds one where he is a firefighter named t and the other as a member of sg1 in the firefighter world he must confront a deadly car crash involving his adopted stepfather braytac known as bray and faces surreal challenges as the boundaries between these realities blur, Teal grapples with confusion, visions, and the absence of a symbiote. Ultimately, SG-1 discovers Teal and Braytac in dire straits on another planet. Sharing Teal's symbiote to stay alive, Dr. Frazier administers a modified version of Tritonin, rescuing them from certain death. Teal awakens to the reassurance from Daniel Jackson that the ordeal was a manifestation of his mind's resilience. And we get to see Daniel once again. Mm. In his cable knit sweater. Yep. yep. That's right. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this episode, Father? I like this one well enough. I mean, it, it's 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 fun to fun to see Tilk actually do things, but also see him as in another persona, if you will, you know, as as the uh, the fireman. And yeah. so I, I you know, he's he's his language and everything is very different. I, he's, he's more shows more emotion, shows you know, so I really, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, it. It's just, it's, it's an interesting, interesting story, and it's a story that was written by Christopher Judge. Nice, so, yeah. which is pretty cool. Uh, it, little wonder why it's a Tilk centric story, yeah. since Tilk literally wrote it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seemed like his. Uh, he wanted to stretch his uh, acting legs there because he's very mm-hmm. different as the the firefighter, which is fun to see. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lisa? So this one, I don't remember liking, you know, 20 years ago, but 
you know, having watched it many, many times, I feel like every time you watch it, you just get something more out of it. You notice Mm -hmm. little things and you realize just how intricate it is. Like there's all these things going on that are connected. And so now I really, really like this one. I was looking forward Mm -hmm. to it and I, I really enjoyed watching it again. Um, because of the things like Father Corey said, you've got the different actors kind of acting. I mean, Tilk and Braytech, you've got them acting outside of their normal personas. Um, you've got the little bit of interplay with the uh, the firefighters. Um, the, you've got the drama of not knowing what's going on. And they, the way that they weave the three storylines together. Um, and then you know, you realize Daniel Jackson's really been there the whole time and I don't know. I just, I really enjoy it. You really, but you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those, you have to be paying attention. Um, otherwise I think, I think it just goes over your head or maybe you think it's slow, you know? Yeah, definitely. What about you, Victor? Yeah, this is when I first started watching this one, I was like, Oh no, the one where they're all firemen for the entire episode and it's all fake. And I didn't remember <laughs> like the main plot twist of this, which I do like that midway through, they they actually show you what's happening. But at that point, you're so off guard that you don't know if it's just another hallucination or or what. Mm, Mm -hmm. So I I do like it. You know, I thought they could have integrated other, you know, cast members more into the hallucinations. That would have been fun to see. You know, we we do see Poff or Apophis, but Mm -hmm. we could have seen Cell or Cellmac, you know, as well. I have a problem with like the, the T and Bray, you know, and it's like, we're very like on the nose with our, you know, names and stuff, but, but no, I do like it. And, uh, yeah, it, I mean, for Christopher judge to write a very good episode, not just for Teal, but for his T character, you know, you can always tell when it's T because he's wearing his, his T shirt. Um, you can, oh. <laughs> he's, it's, it's really, it is, you do get to see more of a range out of, out of Christopher judge as, as an actor. So that's, that's always a treat. I really like that even the alternate reality of the SG-1 team that he's in, like it gets revealed that that is not even a true timeline. That's also mm-hmm. part of the hallucination. So I like that they yeah mix it up there. It's not, this is exactly what's happening and he's hallucinating. It's the whole thing is kind of a hallucination. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's, it's interesting because a couple of years later, uh, Doctor Who does the same thing with Amy and Rory. Um, actually, about ten years later, as, as I think of it, um, there's an episode called Amy's Choice, where it's it's supposedly it's in like five years in the future, but it turns out they're actually you know and they're have, they're bouncing between two different uh, realities. It seems like the same kind of thing, but then the actual real reality is that they're they're passed out in the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a and I I can't say that you know they were influenced by this storyline to you know to do that, but it, it's. It is an interesting way to do it, especially when you have that question, of, okay, which is the reality, which is, you know, vision one, vision two, and, and is it vision three or is it reality one, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. And I almost wish once we do find out that, you know, Tilk is is fading in and out because he's sharing his symbiote with Braytech on the battlefield where the Jaffa were ambushed, 100 Jaffa mm-hmm. are dead, only Tilk survived, Braytech's symbiote was was wiped out and so Teal's keeping Braytech alive by switching the symbiote back and forth. I wish that there had been greater correlation between like when Teal has the symbiote, he sees the SG1 illusion and when he doesn't have the symbiote, he sees right. the fire. 
we don't really get that, but I can for, I can forgive that just because it would have required a whole level of um like Christopher Nolan level uh, mm-hmm. like planning on on their part. Well, they they, they kind of hint at it, but you yeah. know, because the, there's the one scene where he's you know the he's feeling for his symbiote, and it's my symbiote's missing, and he's he's sitting there scre- you know crying, and they kind of hint at that that that's what's causing the back and forth, yeah. you know, the him to switch mm-hmm. between the two realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of took it as the SG one reality was not having the symbiote, and then the firefighter reality was when he had it. I took it the other way around, other way, but yeah. Uh, and and I do like how they kind of like they do seed it early on, like in one of the very early scenes. You know, Tilk doesn't have his brand, and you're like, wait, something's up with his face. And then he lifts up his shirt, and he doesn't have his symbiote pouch, and and so that's that's a clue, but they don't pay that off until. Mm-hmm you know, midway through the episode and then at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the symbiote, uh, it was kind of a, kind of a nonchalant ending to junior who has been referenced yeah. throughout the entire show. And then it's just like, I, I guess he's <laughs> yeah. gone. There's no, That's there's true. no emotional goodbye of junior. Yeah. Just, Oh, he's gone. Nope. Pour yeah. one out for, for Pour junior. One out for junior. It is well, interesting. I, I noticed it, too. Th- oh, I say, it's interesting. Cause it comes so quickly, like episode, mm-hmm. episode, episode. And then it's like, Oh, he's not. We're, now we have this new drug, and he's not going to have a symbiote anymore, and he might never have another symbiote. And it's just like, you know, it's just kind of thrown in there in the last few minutes. And okay, yep. Well, it's it's interesting because throughout the series they've aged Junior. Because mm-hmm. remember yeah. when season one he was very you know immature, you know, and now mm-hmm. it's now it's a, a full grown ghoul. And oh, by the way, we're done with it anyways. So who cares? Yeah, Time to dissect it. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we don't really get the episode where it's like a race against the clock because Teal'c symbiote is maturing and it's going to seek out a host or anything. It's like, yep. no, mm-hmm. it was just kind of was it's time to die. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Jacob Carter slash Selmec. Um, and when I saw Carmen Argentiano, uh like appear in the credits, I was like, "Ooh, who who's he going to be in the fireman reality and stuff? But we don't get to see him. He's he just nope. he just walks oh, in yeah. and says, take this drug. He'll be fine. Yeah, he comes in at the end to save the day. Like, like mm-hmm. they do a yeah. lot with him. Yep. Which, which it's cool that the Tokra have been working on this drug. They're like, yeah, we realize that the Jafar, like the power that supports the Gould, and if we can get them not dependent mm-hmm. on Gould symbiotes anymore, then that undercuts a lot of the System Lord, you know, power structure. Yep. So that was kind of cool. That was that made sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that they did that. It would have been cool if they had had the other actors like uh Donis Davis and the actor who plays uh Frazier just have mm-hmm. them be like in the background of the hospital like as administrative people or something like that and yeah. don't even acknowledge them. That would have yeah, been I fun to see. Figured, figured yeah. Frazier would show up at the minimum in the hospital, but, <laughs> Stay but we, we did, you know, Dan Shea was there, you know, he mm-hmm. uh Sergeant yeah. Siler was there, uh Martin Wood was was one of the firefighters. Mm-hmm. So quite a few, a few Carrios. Gary Jones is a radio dispatcher, which mm-hmm. I missed, I guess. Yeah. I did too. Oh. And evidently Amanda Tapping's real life husband was a firefighter. Hmm. Interesting. Accor- according to online. Hmm. Nice. Oh, well, it's on the internet, so it must be true. It must be true. Yeah. <laughs> they don't let you publish was, anything unless it's true. I was wondering if the uh like crash victim was somebody, you know, from the production staff or something, but I haven't been able Could to have been. I read yeah. that one the kid in the car was somebody's. Oh, okay. But I don't know who's. 
He was yeah. the body double for Thor. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't think that's true. Oh, they no. should have had they should have had Thor be in this episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, just have Michael then, Shanks playing yeah. Thor, like as in a, in a different face or something. Or Thor's just sitting there with a big gulp, watching them as they like, yeah, like, yeah. Fight the fires yeah. or something. And Tilk's like, "What's going on?" I yeah. want to see Thor sliding down the uh, the firefighter yeah. pole. <laughs> Yeah, my son was not very impressed with their response time. He's like, it's taking them so long to like get out to the fire. I don't know how like realistic that is with actual firefighters, but I was like, I don't know. They're they're moving pretty quick. Bigger a minute or two to get yeah. everything buttoned up and gone. That's not too bad. So Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they didn't finish their breakfast. It's not like they stood there That's and like true. shoveled food in their face. They just yeah. they just left. Of course that, that looked like that pretty bland breakfast, toast and fruit and cereal yeah. and it's like these guys didn't work too hard on this breakfast, no. did they? <laughs> I, I did like how they had to make the wear how the probies had to wear like the pink aprons. Yep. It said new guy. And then they also had like the stuffed animals stuck to it because every time you like have a kind of a hazing ritual like that, every year something kind of new gets added to the yep. apron, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. So I'm glad to see it wasn't just the apron and they had like the stuffed animals stuck to it as well and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was that, that yep. I thought was a nice touch. That probably affected their response time. They had to take off exactly, their exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that they had, um, you know, the SG one team. That the way that they showed it as the firefighters were, you know, mm-hmm. the pro, the Jonas was the probie, and and then you had um, Jack and Sam kind of being in charge. But yep. I loved the interaction between them and the way they kept talking about the um, the surgery and just the way it all related and then you have daniel jackson that's like oh do you think maybe that you're you know donating your organ could be like mm-hmm. you know i just i liked it because the first time you see it you're like what the heck is going on like yep. why yeah. are we talking about kidneys and yeah yeah and you could totally see like in teal's hallucination daniel like playing the shrink right yes. yeah and then when it turns out that daniel's you're like i wonder if daniel's really there like he was for jack you uh-huh. know when jack was dying and you're like oh yep. he is really there like he yeah. was for jack yeah yeah exactly yeah i was i was i was waiting for daniel to show up because i was i was thinking like if Teal's having this end of life like hallucination daniel's got to show up somewhere because he was a pretty big part of his life for a while and i'm glad mm-hmm. he actually did I like that. At least he wasn't. He didn't have to wear that sweater all the way through the episode. He actually wears some, exactly. you know, like, decent clothes. You know, no. You can either be a space squid or wear the cable knit sweater, and that's your option. Yeah. <laughs> ascended. And the ascended get all their uh, their style from like the J.C. Penney catalog or something. <laughs> yeah, cable knit sweaters were just really big, like in the late '90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s. If you wanted oh, yeah. to show someone was like sensitive and in tune with their uh you know ascended side that was what you'd do (laughs) (laughs) they could have also uh gone like a saint elsewhere direction and this is the show's hard pivot to a like a firefighter procedural yeah the whole thing has been took hallucination the whole time and now stargates yeah (laughs) that's what we're doing (laughs) tilk wakes up in bed with bob newhart yeah (laughs) And that's probably not how that works, but <laughs> yeah. that would be an interesting hallucination. Yeah. It was a spinoff. They were preparing for the end yeah. of the show, right? Yeah. This yeah. doesn't work. We could always do this. 
I'm Katano, and this is my other brother, Katano. (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of, like, previous actors, I I thought Peter Williams was kind of, I don't know, not wasted in this episode, but he didn't really have, like, an anchor. He was just kind of, like, on the periphery. He's, you know, the doctor that's going to operate on Teal'c. He's somebody else that Teal'c sees, and then he suddenly like dressed way more fancy than he ever was on the show in mm-hmm. Egyptian garb and stuff. And, you know, I thought there should have been like some dialogue, like, you know, more than just like, you, I'm your God, Shava. Like, like you are reaching out to me now because in your final hours, you realize that the truth of everything that you've yeah. believed, you know, something like that. They should have done more with him. Yeah. But I kind of see where they were going. Like when you have nightmares, like if you've ever had like a bad fever and you get nightmares that you just get all sorts of random stuff thrown in there. And so I like that he was, he was the doctor who was performing the operation, which Teal'c was afraid of. And so that can't, that does tie into his his fear of Apophis. And I like that his, his garb was exaggerated and over the top because it's usually what happens when you have fever dreams. (laughs) Speaking of the operation, like how ungrateful was Braytech? Like he's like, "Oh, my body's rejecting your kidney. Oh, I'm going to die, oh. and and you're going to oh, have well. to live with one cav- kidney." Like not even like thanks, but it didn't work or something. That's but that's Braytech. I mean, that's, yeah. that's how he is, anyways. <laughs> yeah, he does that whole "I die well, I die free, yeah. I die well." So it's like, ah, oh, it didn't work, but I I die well, so it's good. Yep. <laughs> Until give, me, like, give me my kidney back, old man. That's yeah. kind of how I felt. Yeah, exactly. was. Can you have it back now? If you're not going to use yeah, it, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that. I, I assume that might work. I don't know. I'm not. I, don't I, I don't know when when a uh, organ gets rejected if it can be re-implanted elsewhere. If it's basically know. dead, <laughs> maybe if you wash it first. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> Is there like a not medical in? advice? No. no. <laughs> if you Kick need it across the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Make a kidney pie. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun to see like a personification of Junior as because he's a mature gold now. Oh, so yeah. Have some sort of yeah. like have him uh, be a, a character. Like Ryak. Like Teal's yeah. actual son who's maturing into manhood could have been like, mm-hmm. like. I'm your son, but now I'm a man now, and I don't need you anymore, and so I'm going to move to, like, you know, Paris and, you yeah. know, be away from you. Yeah, we didn't see Ryak at all, which... Yeah. I guess they couldn't... No. Maybe they just couldn't get they the actor back there. Ryak. It, it yeah. just goes... <laughs> just goes further into uh, Tilk's uh, absentee father character. Yeah, we yep. we yeah. get Musetta Vander as, as Shauna. Who I was like, was that Teal'c's wife? I was like, oh no, that was Teal'c's side piece. I don't yep. know, like what her official designation was after, on the after show. After they got divorced, I, his yeah. wife got divorced. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd choice, right? Yeah, yeah. You would have thought it would have been Dreak, and may- maybe they couldn't get the actress, and this is who they or could get. Or one of the actresses, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. One of the yeah, that one was an odd choice to me, but she was the most recent. Yeah, Teal'c mm-hmm. girlfriend. So. Yeah, and speaking of of girlfriend, one uh, one of the nurses was Christopher Judge's actual then girlfriend, now wife. Oh, was I that think the, it was the one that was in the front that was chasing after him? Was that the hello nurse or? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that was where he was in the wrong room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's 
pulling favors for your friends. Get them in your yeah, Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty awesome. You write the episode, you get to... <laughs> now, 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 of course, we know the real reason why this episode was written by Christopher Judge. So they could play with fire trucks. <laughs> yeah. They got to live out every five, you know, five-year-old boy's dream to play with a fire truck. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that as they had three trucks. They're all... I mean, I was thinking about that. How many people would love to be... A firefighter, or to at least pretend to be one for a little while. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And and again, like that did, did strike me as odd. Is like how much exposure has Teal actually had to like firefighters through watching TV <laughs> or whatever that he would like suddenly <laughs> fantasize about being a fighter fighter versus like you know Bruce Willis and Die Hard or what or you know Han Solo and Star Wars. Are you saying you know, those would be your choices? I well, not necessarily my choices, but like yeah. if, if you've all you've done is watch movies, right? But but Teal's obviously like had a lot of time to think about being a firefighter. Maybe he's a big fan of the old TV show Emergency. Yeah, so that's what got into his head. That's my head cannon. He, he's watched rescue, all of Emergency nine one one. Yeah, yeah, Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> what they could have done is have they should have had him be like a MacGyver type character. Yeah, that oh, would have been funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, with a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Teal with a mullet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would have been great. It was yeah. super fun though watching Christopher Judge speak normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, it was. just be normal. It was and so have normal emotions. Odd, yeah. wasn't it? Like you're watching yeah. him and you're well, like, what is wrong? Oh my gosh. He's not speaking formally and he's actually talking. And No, well, I was going to say, yeah, he's actually <laughs> speaking. He actually has lines that's other than indeed. And Indeed. smiling like a human being. I'm watching yeah. him like Tilk's mouth doesn't move that way. Yeah. He's like smiling out of the corner of his mouth. It's like that Tilk's mouth Tilk's mouth doesn't do that. Yep. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, he's a relaxed normal human being. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if Tilk's character really develops in that direction now that he doesn't have a symbiote in him, but that would that would be nice. A little to see. bit. I want to see him not branch as, out a bit. Not like not, not to that level. Yeah. yeah not to Tilk's, that level. Tilk remains Tilk. I mean, yeah. He gets hair eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen every so often when I'm flipping through the like the TV channels on the YouTube uh, TV app, I'll, I'll catch an episode of Stargate that's later on. I won't watch it because I don't want to get spoiled. But it is always weird seeing him with hair. Yep. Just doesn't mm-hmm. look right. <laughs> Oh, I but just hey. looked, and it says that um, Richard Dean Anderson did a movie called Firehouse. We play oh, a fireman. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it only there has a go. four stars. Oops. Yeah, and there were various MacGyver episodes, like one where like he had helped firemen, and then there was like a mad bomber who was like the fire ex- inspector or something, and was trying to start fires with bombs, and MacGyver had to stop them and stuff. It's not the same <laughs> thing, but. <laughs> Have y'all seen uh, the show Maniac on Netflix? Mm-mm. No. It's got uh, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill in it. It's really good. Um, but part of the plot is the characters are like doing this experimental drug trial. And when they go under the drug, they have these weird hallucinations that tie into the plot kind of like this. But it's a bunch of different things. Like some of it is like this weird fantasy world and some of it's like they're on Wall Street and stuff and a bunch of different mm-hmm. settings. It would have been fun to see something like that where each like pass through the hallucination was something different. Yeah. Hmm. Or since Teal's like main exposure to Earth has been like through television and movies, like everyone was a different movie. Although we do kind of get that later on. 
Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that would have been fun to see. So if you were going through your end of life hallucination experience, <laughs> what would your what would your mind conjure up? What do you think? Oh what goodness. do you think, Father? <laughs> uh, pretty boring. Put you, put you on the spot oh. with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, probably back in the Air Force. Yeah. Because I've, I've still every once in a while have dreams where I'm in the Air Force, you know, still or again or something like that. So nice. What about you, Lisa? I don't know. It probably involves school. Yeah. <laughs> I still do have those random dreams where you're like, I'm still in law school and I'm like, you haven't been to class all semester and you oh, yes. have to show up and take the exam and you freak out. And so you don't even know I, what room it's in. And yeah. 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 I'm walking around the whole school trying to figure it out. So I, yeah, I mean, it's only been 30 years, but you would think, but yeah, I still do it. <laughs> what about you, Victor? Yeah. Yeah. I still get those dreams too, where I'm back in school, but then like my brain like clicks in and says, but, but like you're years too old for that and then i like the dream becomes about how i rationalize how i'm like very old and, and in college still or something <laughs> that's a, i want to see that movie now yeah it's called it's like back to school plot. with rodney danger yeah that's what i was just thinking yeah, yeah. that's what i was just thinking uh, yeah oh my gosh but, a but that's a better version movie, of that but... yeah and then like and then it's like nope reset the dream that that explanation was not passable and then it just <laughs> kind of ruins everything but i don't know i <laughs> like fictional universes that i'd like to probably live out my last like dying seconds in, like maybe deep space nine or something like in quarks i don't know there you go i know i should That'd have said fun. like like stargate, stargate but there's yeah. atlantis she says atlantis <laughs> atlantis would would be nice yeah 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 i'd probably pick something from star trek yeah but yeah <laughs> I want to, I, I kind of wish we got more of the main characters in their alternate personas because we don't really get a lot of Amanda Tapping or Richard Dean Anderson mm -hmm. beyond the the initial setup, but it would have been fun to see a bit more of the day-to-day -day at the firehouse. And he's he's kind of the same yep. character, mm -hmm. yeah. just as a fire chief instead of as a military officer, mm -hmm. but he's still yeah. basically the same character. All three of them were if you, and break yeah. i mean you think about it yep. all of the alternate characters or alternate timeline whatever's they were the same people that's mm -hmm. what was kind mm -hmm. of neat to me is that it was you weren't really sure what was going on because they were the same but yeah they were firefighters but it wasn't and yeah yeah and for a show that's done like you know parallel universes and parallel dimensions and mm -hmm. stuff and all these different things like it keeps you looking for like what's the scientific quantum universe? You know what's the what's the <laughs> mm -hmm. you know science fictiony explanation for this versus just oh yeah this is just what Jaffa hallucinate if they don't have a symbiote and they die yep you know type right. thing so I, I I did appreciate that I think it's well, his it's, brain it's, trying to work out the reality yeah. of what's going on with his body and I I I really just liked that aspect of it because it's it really I don't even know if it has anything to do with Jaffa or George's a human but it was mm -hmm. you think about it like people have these under traumatic experiences your brain mm -hmm. does disassociate and you know goes through all these different scenarios so i don't know i, I thought it was it, like i said when i first first saw it didn't really like it because it was hard to figure out what was going on i spent half the episode going what 
did I miss something? What happened? Mm. But now that I've seen it a bunch of times, it's like, no, no, every time I appreciate it more and more. Yeah. It's also very well shot. Like they did yeah. a lot of creative mm-hmm. transitions. Yes. I really like that. Like it wasn't just, oh, he turns around the corner and now it's, now he's in his hospital garb. Yeah. Like they do interesting visual things with it too right. that work really well. Well, and there were, there were a lot more one, one shot scenes, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, where, where they're like the camera is in the front of them and just keeps going down the corridor, like up the steps, for example. That's that's when we you know we've seen them go up and down those those spiral staircase, but to actually have the the camera leading them up the staircase, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So they 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 did a lot of that that kind of fun stuff, yeah. And and like you said, the transitions where you know Teal goes, you know, he's standing in the door and all of a sudden he's looking at us at at the Stargate or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there, there were a lot of nice touches too. I appreciated that, you know, Jack says a couple times, like when the Stargate's on, it's like, do you have any idea how much it costs to keep that thing on? <laughs> and one of the things that they always talk about in any of the behind the scenes things is like, yeah, every time we turned on the Stargate, that was like $5,000 to like light that up and have the people <laughs> oh, yeah. in the blue screens and stuff. So every time we showed the Stargate, it was like $5,000 minimum. So that's why they stopped showing it. Like, <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So it's a good in joke right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. Um, yeah. So there was there was yeah a lot of a lot of really nice things in this episode. One thing, one thing though that made me laugh was Doctor Fraser's like yeah you know or somebody at one point is like you know we yeah you know we've you know we we've heard that like if you take a symbiote out of the Jaffa like their entire life flashes before their eyes, and I was like. Yeah, you were there. This was like the beginning yeah. of season five when we took Symbi- took Symbiote yeah. out, whose life flashed before his eyes. Yeah, because yeah, they had to basically reboot his brain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you were the one saying, put it back in. <laughs> I want to know what Braytac's uh, hallucinations were like. Oh, yeah. We didn't get any That's of true. that. No. It probably would have been pretty boring because he's been just a Jaffa his entire life or something. Maybe maybe in his hallucination, <laughs> yeah. he's like a megalomaniacal ghoul leader or yeah. something. There you go. He, You know, he's probably, remember when we went to Kev that that time and he was like so close to wanting to be done, you know, and yeah. he's, he's probably like, I'm at whatever, I'm at peace. If I die, mm-hmm. I die. Like, I'm good. He, he probably was only- having less trauma than Tilk was. Yeah, right. thank goodness. <laughs> or, or maybe he's like probably, the he's probably sit there with, yeah. with jacket, jacket is pond fishing, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like the one Peace. time he was on Earth, he saw a Hallmark movie, like on the on the base <laughs> or something, and he's just like transported to like you know a Christmas prince or whatever. Nice. He's kicking back on a beach yeah. with a Mai Tai, uh, listening to Jimmy Buffett or something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so you're saying he's he's a guy that moves from the big city to the the small town right. and meet falls in love with the, you know, the divorced veterinarian or whatever. And there you, you know. go. <laughs> there you go. You know, I think he's been on a few Hallmark movies. Now I'm going to have to go. Oh, look. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has. <laughs> if he has, we need to get a fan edit of what he, uh, what he said. Oh, that'd be funny. And yeah. those <laughs> with the Stargate episode. <laughs> he was in, he was in uh, father stew. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, that's was. Right, he was, he was yeah. the box, yeah. boxing coach. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna have to rewatch that now. Yeah, the the, the scene where one. where Stu is boxing his coach is Braytac. He's a good good boxing coach to have. He should have taught him some uh some of those Jaffa yeah. fighting moves. 
Yeah, was, MMA wasn't a big yeah. big thing at the time. <laughs> I'm that was, not that's a any thing too. Hallmark. It's like he has not aged since like 1997 no. when the show started. Even though he's what year younger than Richard Dean Anderson is, wasn't that what what it is? Is he really? Wait, really? Yeah, that, that's always the <laughs> joke about a, about a Braytac or a Jack calling oh, Braytac old man. Okay, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Now, now you've got me looking. Okay. It's just one of those actors who's always looked like the old grizzled mm-hmm. warrior guy. And yep. He pulls it off well. He is. He's one year younger. Yep. Oh, wow. That's crazy. He's That's- like he's like Sam Elliott. Same thing, yeah. you know. And, and, and a good follow Jake. on Twitter, too. Follow uh, Tony Amendola on, on Twitter. Really? Nice. Always good positive uh, stuff that he posts. Nice. That's awesome. That's good That's to hear. Cool. I did appreciate the callback to the Pengarans, though. You know, Jacob is always there to give, uh, you know, the people their due. He's like, yeah, the Pengarans were onto something. We took their research. And and then we kind of get this like, well, he won't be addicted to the symbiote, but won't he just be addicted to Tritonin? Jacob's like, yeah, we'll deal with that. Yeah. We, talk, we yeah. talked about that when I went to rehab. That's called transfer addiction. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think given the choice between, you know, a drug you have to take once in a while and having this, this you know, snake stuck in your belly. I, I think I'd rather have the drug you have to take once in a while. Probably. That's yeah. actively maturing and will kill you someday or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll find out the, the issues with being addicted to serotonin. So that's one thing I never like understood about the gold is like they have tens of thousands, mm-hmm. if not hundreds of thousands of Jaffa with maturing symbiotes in their stomach, but there aren't that many system lords, right? There aren't that many right. like even even a system lord has only like what, like three gold. Yeah. people that like are around them so like what do they do with the other mature ghoul are those they the ones them i thought they only yeah. ate the hatchlings but maybe they do yeah. eat the mature ones well if you think about it they they don't seem to care that much that the jafar are cannon fodder so that's mm-hmm. all yeah. those symbiotes dying yeah, yeah i mean they survival, killed like the, survival of the fittest basically you know yeah i guess that's yeah good way to look at it yeah, the gold killed like a hundred of them in this episode, right? We get that really mm-hmm. shocking scene. There's a lot of like shocking scenes for Stargate in this. First of all, like mm-hmm. like the dad in the car, he's like, uh, I'm yeah. dead. Yep. And then and then like all like the dead Jaffa on the battlefield and stuff. That was a cool scene though. To, it was to like to that many extras. From, yeah, and then just see it and then you're like, wait, 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 did I miss this part? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> Especially just for like it was a Less than 30 seconds long. They did a lot of good set dressing and a lot of extras for that scene. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. We, were, we went past that scene and my son was like, so what's going on? I was like, well, they've showed you what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Like they did like that one 30 second scene is like what's actually happening. Yep. Yeah. It's like something out of Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You weren't expecting that at all at that moment because you thought what, what the reality was, was probably what was going on in the SGC. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was hallucinating the fire stuff. So then they show you a third scene, and you're like, "Hang on, now what?" So, I, and it, it bothered me a little bit that they kind of glossed over um, rescuing Tilk and Braytech. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah, same time, if just, they had yeah. done that, I don't, I don't know if it really would have fit. Like time wise, I guess we're okay with it. But I, I do kind of wish there had been a little more about the rescue because daniel kept saying hang on they're almost there or, you know like how yep. did, that that's the only component that really didn't work for me like did daniel you know kind of whisper it to them like you need to go get him right now 
mm-hmm. or you know, did they just? Well, they, they they did say that Tilk knew that if they were overdue and return, if he was overdue and returning, that they would go after him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, so that I, that 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 makes sense. That that's why they found them and rescued them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do appreciate like the entire episode has been from Tilk's perspective. So if he was like fading yeah. out because. Uh, Braytech had the Jaffa, then he just like woke up, you know, when he was back on Earth. That kind of would make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how they did it dramatically because I think pretty much what happened was Tilk was overdue from a secret mission. They went and found his body and brought it back. Like, yep. I don't know if it really would have added a lot to the episode to see them doing that. Yep. Probably also would have been more expensive to film. So. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, y'all have any other thoughts on this episode? Oh, mm-hmm. ask them about one. alternate titles. Because there's some yes. good ones. <laughs> yes, I want I was... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. for that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so there there were some alter- alternate titles for this, and um, the Changeling apparently didn't trans- translate well into other languages, so they were very kind of creative with what they came up with. In French, we get... La Puerta de Reves, which is the dream gate. So it's like Stargate, but with dreams, mm-hmm. I guess. Oh. That's cool. In uh, Italian, we get Vita Perelle, which is uh, parallel lives. And then in German, we get Hilfe aus der Traumwelt, which is help from the dream world. <laughs> so, okay wait, is, i gotta say anyone's listening you need to go to youtube and watch victor as he said that because that was awesome the <laughs> from the dream world. well he does the, the hands with the, the yeah, italian yeah. too so i mean <laughs> need to get but yeah so on the discord yeah. <laughs> so i i do i yeah i mean the changeling i think doesn't I don't know. It's it's a good misdirection, but uh, mm-hmm. help from mm-hmm. the dream world is a little. <laughs> well, I'm surprised the German wasn't. Tilk becomes a firefighter or something like that. Yeah. Thinks he's a fireman Tilk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll fireman fire, Tilk. A fireman Tilken or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the dream world one that sounds like like a title of like a Dio song or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say the changeling is kind of a meh episode yeah. title I, I don't know it doesn't really yeah. you don't hear it and think this episode it doesn't well, especially no well, especially in, in most sci-fi where when you hear the term changeling you think of odo from ds9 yeah, yeah. being mm-hmm. that can change shape or can pers- you know look different ways yeah you know? or like Just, the one what was the the yeah. alien that you know used the Ah, chemical to make them the see that man, he was yeah. one of theirs. Remember yeah. that fifth man? Yeah. yeah. Like that, yeah. that that's what I think of when I hear the changeling. I think of that episode. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what would be a better title that doesn't just give away the plot. It's true. Fire, Fireman <laughs> Teal is probably yeah. the best. SG one becomes firefighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We do have some uh, feedback on our episode on Paradise Lost. Hammond on YouTube comments, probably my all-time favorite episode. Seeing Mayburn slowly lose his cool is hilarious. Mayburn Mm -hmm. is a guy who everyone else should be paranoid about, and here he is accusing Jack of being out to get him. It just never fails to crack me up, and it's it's the one I rewatch all the time. Mayburn is simply the best. I definitely agree. He is simply the best. I agree. And this is the best Mayborn episode. So there you go. Yep. The best Stargate episode. Uh-huh. Question mark? 
Dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of sad that we don't get more Mayborn because he's he's a he and him being a foil to Jack is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. Awesome. Uh, before we go, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Mary H, Thomas M, Peter M, Joshua S, and Jeff S. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate and all the shows at StarQuest. And you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. And be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and you can find the video versions, which you definitely should to see uh, Victor's uh, linguistic mm-hmm. emoting at uh, yeah. youtube.com slash Media. And to find previous episodes of Secret to Stargate and to send us feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. And you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at sqpn. And you can check out the SQPN Discord at sqpn.com slash discord. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1. Until then, Father Corey, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thank you, Jack. And Lisa Jones, thank you as well. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. My symbiote is gone! My symbiote is gone! You should probably see a doctor about <laughs> Thanks, that. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, I'm Jack Berezini. Thank you for listening to The Secret to Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy, The Secrets of Middle-Earth. Find it wherever you can find podcasts or at sqpn.com slash Middle-Earth.